You are listening to the Cheetah Print Chats podcast, and I am your host, Jenny. I'm in my mid-40s, married, child-free, but I have nieces, which is who I started this podcast for in the first place. I'm a dog mom and a cat mom, a virtual fitness mentor, and I work full-time for a large agricultural company. I've gone through a lot in my life, good and not so good, which has left me with a lot of life lessons that I want to share with you. Life lessons that, in my opinion, will never go out of style, much like cheetah print. I hope that you'll be able to learn something from my experiences that benefits your life. Let's chat. Hi, welcome back to the Cheetah Print Chats podcast. I am your host, Jenny. Last week, I shared with you my view about being child-free, and so far, it's been my highest downloaded episode and the one I've received the most feedback from, which is great. This week, I want to share with you that feedback so that you can hear some views other than mine. Some of this feedback comes from other child-free women. Some of it comes from moms. Some of the moms are single. Some are married. All of this feedback is going to be anonymous. I will not be sharing any names. And before I forget, if you'd like to be a guest on my podcast to discuss your view on being child-free, email me at cheetahprintchats at gmail.com and we will discuss it. So again, most of this episode, I want to share what others told me in response to last week's episode. But first, I want to share something I thought of while listening back to my own podcast. No one has mentioned this, but I noticed it. So when I said that a pro to being child-free is having a cleaner house, usually, I did not mean that those of you with kids have dirty homes. People I know with kids usually have very clean homes. I just meant it's easier to keep messes down being child-free because we have less stuff. Again, usually. And I also don't mean that everyone without kids has a clean house because that's definitely not the truth. Again, no one had mentioned this, but it was bothering me, so I wanted to just clear it up. Speaking of this, though, I have a few friends with playrooms for their kids or man caves for their son, which I thought was really cool but the kids have to keep their stuff in their space. So that could be a tip for any of you out there in a constant battle to keep toys out of the living room, dining room, kitchen, hallway, bathroom, wherever. Obviously this is gonna be for a little bit older kids, but I think it's a good idea. Let's get into other women's views and experiences now. I got some more input on pros and cons of being child-free that I hadn't thought of initially, so I'll go over those. And again, some of these came from parents, some came from other child-free women. No men gave me any feedback, by the way. I don't think many men listen to this podcast, though, but hey, if you do, thank you, and I'd love to hear your thoughts, too. But one of the pros that was brought up is not having to deal with the kids' activities, which I kind of talked about as far as freedom goes, but it was said that when you have multiple kids, especially multiple versus one, even those with one who... the let's just say multiple kids with an activity or a kid with multiple activities, whatever. Um, It feels like you're always rushing around, taking them everywhere to like sports, their friends, parties, Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts, music lessons, play rehearsals, things like that. And a few parents said that they love their kids and actually have fun sometimes with these activities, but a lot of days it feels really exhausting. Another pro that was brought up is Child-free people don't have to miss work if their kid is off school or they're sick, which I have noticed that a lot within 
my role, just team members that have kids, like they, they don't do certain things or can't do certain things because their kid was off school or they can't get as much work done because their kid's home from school. So I can understand that. And another pro that was brought up is child-free people can travel during the school year and not have to worry about kids catching up on homework or missing school or not having good um, class attendance or whatever. Like we can travel whenever we want to, which is a huge perk. I can't believe I didn't think of it. And then one of the cons that were brought up that I can't believe I didn't think to talk of because I could totally relate to it is conversations with friends that are moms and feeling left out. So when you've got a group of friends and they're all moms and you're the only one sitting there without kids, it can feel kind of like kind of awkward sometimes and just like you have no input. And I used to feel like that. I mean, I have I have nieces now, so at this point I can figure out something to bring to the conversation as far as kids because I could use my nieces. But before then, I really just would sit there and just sit there and listen because I had nothing to say. Like, I don't have kids. I didn't really know what they were talking about. So that is a con for some child-free people. And I'm sure that could be a con for if you're a mom and you are in a group of child-free friends, I'm sure you feel just the opposite. And with, um, with my experiences, sometimes my friends would notice that they'd been talking about their kids forever and I was just sitting there not speaking. And they would be like, oh, hey, Jenny, like, how's work or how's whatever? But that was like, at that point, it felt kind of awkward because then it was just me talking versus the group having a conversation. So a lot of times I would just answer the question kind of quick and then change the subject back to kids just to get the attention back to something that I felt my friends actually wanted to discuss. And not to say they didn't like me or wanted to discuss me, but kids were their life and what did they and what they wanted to talk about at the time, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, I try to not do that anymore and talk about myself when I want to, but it, it can still feel kind of weird sometimes. In addition, some parents also said that the cons of being child-free can also be cons of being a parent. And as I mentioned last week, that one con is that a family may start to just care about the kids and you can feel forgotten as uh, an aunt or a parent or an uncle. And I also mentioned that this can happen to parents too. Well, like I just said, but that was verified by a few parents that reached out to me. So they, they definitely feel sometimes like they don't matter as much. And I was thinking about this and I think, I mean, well, obviously we love the kids, but I think part of it is that the kids are new and exciting. Like we've been around for 20, 30, 40 years and kids are cuter than us, <laughs> but this was definitely felt by many parents as well as those who are child-free. On a similar note, some parents with one kid said their families schedule everything around their siblings who have more kids. So I had mentioned last week that family events get scheduled around the kids in the family and um, everyone just kind of assumes the people without kids can just make it to whenever or wherever at any time. But a couple of parents, they said, you know, if they've got one kid and their sibling has two, three, four kids, they still have their schedules worked around the other kids, like their nieces and nephews, which on some levels, I totally get it. Like I would never want to have an event for myself that my nieces and nephews couldn't attend because of their activities. And I definitely wouldn't want them to skip what they want to do for me, but it doesn't make it less hard. Speaking of schedules and kids though, I did have a friend who is a boss, a people leader in her career. 
And she told me that she tries to never have the mindset that those without kids can work more. So kudos to her and all leadership like her. She also mentioned her job is really flexible with people who do have kids. And I think that's really great too and really important, both sides of it. As far as a couple of the pros I mentioned of being child-free, having more money and less worry were the top two that moms and child-free women agreed on big time. I heard back about these from both sides, especially with kids in daycare. One friend told me that daycare used to be higher than her house payment, which is just mind-blowing to me. Although fun fact about me, and maybe shocking. <laughs> I used to work at a kinder care, which is uh, like a day, it's a daycare. And I remember hearing about how much the parents of the infants had to pay. And that was over 20 years ago. So I can imagine it's much, much higher now. Also, I used to babysit at church. I was a teenager then and really, really good with the babies, like the youngest, littlest ones. They scare me now though a little bit <laughs> and I don't know what changed, but at this point in my life, if there's a newborn, yes, I want to hold the baby, but I'm going to sit down and hold my hands out and I want the parent to just set the baby down in my lap. Like I don't feel comfortable picking up and putting down like tiny little babies. Again, I don't know what changed, but it did. But back to our topic. Another thing that came up was pets. It was discussed that sometimes pets can dictate dictate schedules more than kids, which I can understand being that I had three senior pets for a long time that required a lot of care and being that I have a young dog now that needs attention and needs to go potty outside and needs to play and eat and things. And then I have a cat that I take care of. She's younger and gets into a lot more things. I'm actually behind schedule right now because I took my dog out to play so she wouldn't be depressed. And yes, I am worried about her being depressed and bored so I try to play with her as much as possible, especially because she doesn't like taking walks. Like a lot of dogs, you could take them on a walk. They're having the best day, but my dog doesn't like walks. I'm trying to fix that. I don't, I don't know what's up. But also don't come at me about comparing kids to pets because this point actually came from a few parents that also have pets. Also, side note, if you are someone that just puts your dog in a crate or outside all day long, maybe you should rethink having pets because they need your attention and love too. They're not just things you can use when you feel like it. And yes, many people who work outside of their house have to leave their pets in a crate at home while they're gone. I'm not talking about this kind of situation. Look, there's a lot of different circumstances with pets, but you know what I mean. This, this topic's for another day. Just wanted to mention it. Okay, so now I just have some comments I wanna share that came from those that listened to last week's podcast, but also came from me just asking people on social media to share their thoughts on being child-free. We'll call these people Anonymous 1, 2, and 3, etc. So Anonymous 1 is a parent, and she said last week's podcast resonated with her for opposite reasons. Quote, maybe it's because I have child-free friends and family, but everything you wonder about being child-free, I wonder about having children. I love my kids, but definitely miss some of the pros you mentioned. Unquote. Anonymous 2, and this one is on reasons one should not be using as a factor to have kids, meaning if this is your reasoning to have children, you probably shouldn't. And that is that some people feel that having kids will fix their own issues. For example, if someone has PTSD and has trouble managing their own emotions, don't think having a kid will fix that. Or if, you ha or if you're a couple and you're fighting all the time, don't have a kid thinking that you're going to stop fighting and your marriage is going to get better. Bottom line, 
you got to do your own work versus bringing a child into the mix thinking that that's the answer. Maybe having a kid would actually help, but she's just saying don't have children just to try to fix something. For example, having a child for one of my friends helped her immensely with some mindset things that she had been trying to overcome, but she didn't have a child just for that reason. It just happened to work out that way. Anonymous number three is a similar topic, and it's that one should not have kids because they think that's what they are supposed to do. Things are different now. What is supposed to happen is what you want for your life. And just because you can have kids doesn't mean you have to. Another person brought up that child-free people have thought long and hard about their decision to not have kids. They mentioned the fact that people talk all the time about how they're going to change their mind and to be careful because, quote, you could change your mind and it'll be too late or you'll regret not having kids one day, unquote. But truly, I believe that people who strongly choose to be child-free have a lot less regret than many parents who have kids just because they thought that was what was next. Anonymous number four. This person never wanted to be a mom. She said, so why would she all of a sudden regret not having kids or change her mind? Sure, some people will change their mind and maybe even regret not having kids, but most don't. And it's not your business to pressure them to have kids using this as a reason or any other reason. And then uh, a couple other people actually said, I'll call them anonymous five and six, mentioned that they had to help raise their younger siblings, step-siblings step or cousins, and that felt like enough parenting for them. So like when they were younger, they had to help raise kids that were younger than them. So they already sort of feel like they've already had to be a mom and they don't want to do it again. And this is something I've actually never thought of because even though I was the oldest in my family, I never had to really help raise my little brother and sister. At least not that I remember, or at least that's not how it felt to me. And I think a really good comment to end this episode on would be that everyone needs to choose their own path in life. You be you. It doesn't matter what other people think. I know that is easier said than done, but it's something I wish more people could do or would do Sometimes it's not your choice, things happen, but when possible, I hope you'll live life for you. I mean, as long as you're not harming others, be you, choose your own path, and don't worry about other people. I wanted to say a huge thank you to everyone that shared their thoughts with me. I think it's really important to hear and share what other people think and experience and learn from each other. That's a big reason why I wanna start having guests on my podcast this year. And as always, feel free to reach out about any of my episodes, and if you've got ideas for future episodes, I would love to hear them. If I can't speak to something, I'll find someone who can. My contact info is next, and you can also find it in my show notes. Have a great week! Thank you so much for being here with me today. If you loved this episode, please leave me a review and invite your friends to chat with us by sharing this podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. They'll drop every Wednesday. As always, reach out anytime. You can find me on Instagram at Jenny302, that's J-E-N-I and the numbers 302, or you can email me at cheetahprintchats at gmail.com. I can't wait to chat more with you.